Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Well, it'll be a big night tonight with the Sports Business Awards. They start at 7 o'clock. They're hosted by Joe Tessitore. Exciting categories, Team of the Year, League of the Year, and Sports Executive of the Year, just to name a few of them. Go to our website to sign up. Remember, the event is free and open to the public. We'll have a full recap of the award winners tomorrow on the Morning Buzzcast. Wild finish in the NBA last night, Suns Clippers. I just watched the ending on that on ESPN's early morning replay. On the NHL side, the Canadians put the Golden Knights to the brink. Canadians are now up 3-2 in that series. Game six tonight as the Lightning look to close out the Islanders in what could be the final game at Nassau Coliseum. This is your morning buzzcast for Wednesday, June 23rd. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcor. We're going to start with some MLS ownership news, big news in the MLS ownership ranks, as the Houston Dynamo formally introduced developer Ted Siegel as the club's new majority owner. His ownership stake, which sources of our Mark Burns pegged at about 70%, includes the Dynamo, the NWSL Houston Dash, and leasing rights to BBVA Stadium. So Siegel will now be a member of Major League Soccer's Board of Governors. Gabriel Brenner, who was the majority owner since December of 2015, will retain a minority stake in the team, along with celebrity owners like James Harden and Oscar De La Hoya. Meanwhile, in other big news related to the Dynamo, Ted Siegel is bringing on former Houston Texans president Jamie Roots as the organization's new CEO. That is a new position at the organization. We've talked about Jamie Roots on the Buzzcast before. He resigned in February after 21 years with the Texans, but his background is in soccer. He played soccer in college at Clemson, and he began his sports business career in 1995 when he was president and general manager of the Columbus Crew. So now Jamie Roots returning to his roots in soccer. And the Dynamo, which is already strong with John Walker running the business side, adds some real executive chops with Jamie Roots and real financial support with Ted Siegel. So this team in a major market should be well suited to grow its brand and its business and now just needs to win on the field. Let's shift to college football because the college football playoff continues to move toward expansion. The CFP's board of managers authorized conference commissioners now to proceed with their proposed 12-team playoff format. Discussions will begin between the CFP, the New Year's Six Bowl Games, and ESPN, and they'll discuss the possibility of expansion earlier than 2026. That's when the current contract expires. The soonest the format could change, as we've said on the Buzzcast, is 2023. Some decision will likely come in September, and apparently very little reportedly changed in the meeting with the board of managers and the concept of automatic qualifiers for the Power Five Conference champions 
has little support from most commissioners. So don't look for that to be part of any final 12-team playoff expansion. But like I said before on the Buzzcast, this is moving fast, and it seems that discussions will be held this summer, and a formal agreement could be announced sometime in September or in the fall. Let's shift to golf, because while ratings for golf have been on a tear lately, and we've talked about that, ratings for the U.S. Open that was last weekend were fair. They were strong, and they were solid. But generally, ratings from a West Coast major championship do quite well. NBC and Golf Channel's numbers from Torrey Pines averaged just over 3.1 million viewers. That's over the four rounds. Now, not surprisingly, that is up from last year's tournament, which, of course, was on the East Coast, and it was shifted because of the COVID pandemic. But it was down from 2019 and other years when the U.S. Open has been on the West Coast. So for comparison's sake, the 3.1 million viewers for the four rounds this year was up from just over 2 million last year, which we said was shifted to September due to the pandemic. But in 2019, when Fox and FS1 carried the event from Pebble Beach, the U.S. Open averaged 3.7 million viewers. Sunday's final round was still a strong number on NBC, 5.7 million viewers. That is a very good number. It's up from 3.2 million viewers of last year, but it is down from 7.3 million viewers from 2019. So again, good numbers, but maybe not as strong as one would have thought. You know, they had a star-studded final round. It was Father's Day. I thought viewership would tick a little higher, but still strong numbers for the USGA, for NBC, and for Golf Channel. In another healthy sign in the return of sports, the NBA store on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan is close to reopening. Remember, the store closed early on during the pandemic. Our Terry Lefton reported yesterday that the three-story store, which is run by Fanatics and has been a staple in Manhattan, plans to reopen on or before August 1st. So look for the NBA store to reopen on Fifth Avenue sometime in August. So that is good news. For all you sales executives doing some prospecting, you want to know one brand spending some big sponsorship dollars? Well, it's FTX. They recently paid more than $200 million over 10 years to get naming rights to an esports organization. They paid $135 million to get naming rights to the Miami Heat's arena. Well, now FTX has reached a long-term deal to become the official cryptocurrency exchange of Major League Baseball, which baseball states is the first type of deal between a major pro sports league and a cryptocurrency exchange. So an interesting deal. FTX also reached a deal with the MLBPA. You'll see a small uniform patch on umpires, and that's the first type of deal ever for umpires. You'll see that beginning with the All-Star Game in July. So FTX continuing its spending in sports, this time in a big deal with Major League Baseball. Speaking of big deals and big news, big news in tennis today as steps to form a players union becomes more formal. What is it? Well, it's the Professional Tennis Players Association, led by a number of tennis players, including world number one Novak Djokovic. Today, they will announce their staff. This is the first real step of showing that the association will move forward. It's hired longtime NHL Players Association executive Adam Larry as its executive director. It is also named Carrie Cecil to lead brand and communications and announce an advisory board. So this is the most concerted step now 
to move forward with the Professional Tennis Players Association. And this association really wants to change the business policies around the WTA and the ATP tours. This is sure to cause waves in the tennis world. So this is a story certainly worth watching. And finally, let's end our buzzcast around people. In the day after Carl Nassib became the first active NFL player to come out as gay, his jersey was the top-selling item across the NFL, according to Fanatics. And finally, America East has retained Parker Executive Search to assist with selecting a replacement for outgoing commissioner Amy Huckhausen, who leaves at the end of the month. So if you're interested in becoming commissioner of the America East, you may want to get in touch with Parker Executive Search. And finally, don't forget our Sports Business Awards tonight at 7 o'clock. Hope you register on our site. Remember, registration is free, and we'd love to have you part of our Sports Business Awards. So that is your morning buzzcast for Wednesday, June 23rd. I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I will speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.